Uh, yellow, and welcome into See You Next Tuesday. I have a wonderful gal pal. I've got the Miss Lauren. Welcome in. Thank you. I love that intro. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to have you. Um, <laughs> you've been a long time coming in my mind. Uh, you are very good friends with Lex, which my listeners know very well. So yes. Lex a regular? Has she been on multiple times? Oh yes. She's like the manifest whisperer of my show. She just comes on. She gives us tips. She gives us updates to her life and what's going on in her, you know, cowboy adventures. And they're always different. So yeah, yeah they, they know Lex very well. She is definitely a, uh, a regular here. Also love, cause I, I texted Lauren before the show and I was like, this is a weed friendly show and she's already fucking blazing and I'm absolutely available for it. What are we smoking right now? Um, it is like a hybrid, but it's like a sativa dominant and I can't tell you, I don't have the thing around me, but um, it's been very lovely. I just got it. So I'm like, I'm trying to, like, I've been smoking weed for a long time, but I'm really just trying to figure out like strains and like mm-hmm. what actually makes me feel good and like what yeah. effects and like pay attention instead of just buying whatever I feel like buying, you know? Right. Yeah. So. I also feel like my nose knows. Like when I'm smelling like different ones, I'm like, this, this is the smell that I go for. Like, this is what I like. Do you, are you venturing out of your normal strains and like trying a bunch of different stuff to see? Yeah, I think so. Like I always used to be like, I don't like sativa. Same. Absolutely same. Yeah. Totally depends. Mm -hmm. And I'm also hearing a lot like sativa and indica are kind of not going to be used anymore because the variation is like, so it's more about like the terps now. Yeah. A hundred percent. So it's more about like, you know, how everything's whatever. I don't know. I like don't how know. those make you feel. Yeah. And I think that's why, cause like, that's why every strain hits everybody differently yeah. because the terps hit you differently. Totally. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like when they're like percent chasers, yeah. when it's like, I want, you know, like the highest percent weed, but I mean, shit with concentrate in it will blast me to the moon and back. Yeah. Like I, there's these heavy hitters joints that are 64% THC and it's insane. It is a great fucking time. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. I, yeah, I like to think my smoking tolerance is, has gotten way higher in the last like few years, especially. Yeah. Edibles will still entirely fucked me up in a good or a bad way in a bad way Um, okay (laughs) I may or may not have had a concussion that like changed my life for three months because I accidentally ate like crazy amounts of edibles and passed. wait you got a con oh my god you passed out and then you hit your head and got a concussion from edibles uh (laughs) it's like the one negative weed story you'll hear this that's that's a horrible yeah. <laughs> how well, much, how many milligrams did you eat to faint? It was probably like 75 or a hundred. Okay. I know plenty of people that'll eat that much. Like it's nothing. But um, if you're, if your body's not used to that, then it's saying night. Yeah. I am no, I have no shame in talking about like, I will be knocked out by 10 milligram edible because. Oh Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Fucking take whatever you want to take. Don't be uncomfortable. Don't like try to be cool and like have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, I used to want to be high as fuck all the time. 
but now I just want to be a little high all the time, you know, like, like a micro dose edible moment, you know, just like 10 milligrams here and there, or just like, I've been really getting back into like smoke, smoking like bowls out of like a little pipe too, which is great. Cause I used to just take like seven joints to the dome daily. Like I just be smoking those motherfuckers, like gram joints, like, or blunts or whatever, you know? Um, and then, but you just, you stop getting high after a while. It just, they become like cigarettes. They become smoke sticks at a certain point, like after the first three and it's like noon, like, and I mean, this was during COVID when like, I wasn't doing anything. So like all I had was time to smoke and watch television. Um, but now I am out of my want to be really high all the time phase. I just want to be like a little, little, you know, just have like my rose colored glasses on. Everything's fun. Everything's fuzzy and warm and I love it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, definitely. That's how I feel. I think when I go on vacation, like I go on a lot of road trips and I'm like always on the road. I usually like wake up, smoke weed throughout the entire day. But I would say on like a regular day where I have to actually get a lot of shit done. Yeah. Like I usually only smoke at night, but you know. Yeah. A little, a little treat, a little end of the day treat for you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, speaking of your trips, you go and do like the adventurous shit. Like you're not just like going to a hotel. This bitch is like sleeping in the rocks and stuff. You and Lex go camping all the time, right? I sleep, yes. I sleep inside rocks, um, <laughs> under rocks, <laughs> sometimes on top of rocks. Make a cave. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I started like traveling alone probably I don't know, like six or seven years ago. Does that scare you at all? No, more than that. It's definitely like initially scary than like anything in your life. Once you normalize it, it becomes, you know, just a part of your life. But yeah. Yeah. I'm always stepping out of my comfort zone. Like I'm normally in the desert where there's like not many animals and blah, blah, blah. But then I just took a trip to Canada and there's like fucking grizzlies everywhere. So yeah. Oh my God. Scared. It's like a, a new, it's like playing a video game and they added a new boss. It's like, there's a new element that you have to worry about of like a bear just coming out of the woods being like, I'll take your food and your life. Thanks. Right. So, you know, I just, did you I run into any? I know I didn't actually see any oh, thank god wild because apparently they're everywhere but um did you have like bear prep in case of a bear yeah you have bear spray oh. so it's like a really intense pepper spray basically but it goes like 50 feet and you kind of have to have it on you like available at all times got it so, so there's no sleeping <laughs> well yeah that was the thing with camping like yeah, it's, it's a lot. And I was by myself. So, right. um, you know, that's, it's just one of the next like steps of pushing me outside of my comfort zone. And then I'm sure one day I will be perfectly comfortable sleeping amongst the grizzlies. <laughs> right. I mean, cause they don't really want you. They just want your food, right? Exactly. It's all about like, I just approach everything very rationally Mm -hmm. and everyone's like, Oh my God, aren't you so scared to like do this? I'm like, well, actually, you know, like the rate or like the percentage of people that have actually died from a bear is like so low. Like you're more likely to get in a car accident. Um, right. And even Lex who I have brought into my outdoor world, Mm -hmm. like 
has been scared of certain things like heights or like these roads I took her on. Bro. Oh my (laughs) God. I I was literally going to bring up that road. That road made my hands and feet sweat instantly. Not only would I have thrown up from being car sick, I would have just vomited from how high it was. It's like what my dreams are made of. Like I have nightmares where I'm at the top of a mountain and I just have to get down to the bottom of it. Like that. I mm -mm, no. That was like basically what you were doing. Oh, it's terrifying. I don't know why, but when I'm up high, I feel like I need to literally like crouch into like, if I need to be down, like I can't, it, like I literally feel like I'm going to fall when I'm up high. It's so weird. Yeah. Lex was really holding it together. Um, <laughs> there was one moment where I like let her drive, um, on this road, but it wasn't like bad yet. Yeah. I started like climbing up the hills and I was just like looking over at her Cause I was like, Oh, holy shit. This road's crazy. And I like, love that. Like I'm thriving. Yeah. While meanwhile, she's like, I'm going to stop the car. I think you should drive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That would have been me. I had, uh, I went to big bear uh, a little bit ago to like go hang with my friend, Jesse. And I got to this road that was like literally going up a, like just a mountain. And I was like, this is what my dreams have been prepping me for. It's this, this was my premonition. I can't, I literally like had to pull over. I had like a full on panic attack. And then I was like, we're going, we're just going to do it. It's fine. And then on the way down, it was really cool because I didn't care on the way down for some reason. Uh, But clouds were literally in the mountains. So I was driving through clouds and I was like, this is fucking dope. I was just so happy. I wasn't the first car and that there were like a line of us. And then I had taillights in front of me or else I would have been scared. Cause you couldn't see in front of you. Oh yeah. We were in the cloud. We were the cloud. It was very, very fun. Um, but yeah, that adventure stuff. But th- I saw that you guys were in like outdoor baths. Are those like spring baths? What's the sitch? Oh, yeah. We just went to this hot spring place, which was pretty cool. Um, I like, I kind of, when I plan a trip, I kind of pick a general area I want to go. And then I mm-hmm. like little stuff that's around it and whatever. And yeah, we just went to these hot springs. It was pretty it was pretty magical. And what would what would you very, s- like? They look very cool. It's very like Instagrammy. Oh yeah. But it's also I mean like it's a it's not you're not in the middle of nowhere like it's someone's private property and like got whatever. you. But it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. Some of the photos from that camping trip are insane. Like the way that the rocks look because I don't leave my home right or like I you yeah. know I. I don't, I don't like traveling gives me the most anxiety, which means that I just need to do it. And you know, some exposure, just get over it. Uh, but it gives me a lot of anxiety. So I'm happy just living my little life and my little bubble that I create. Um, but like the way that the rocks looked, like I've never seen anything like that before. Like the way that the sky fucking looks, I'm like, whoa, this is wild. And that's just like, that's just the fucking photo. That's yeah. in the real life shit. Yeah. I can't um, even imagine. What's your favorite type of trip? Is it camping? Is it like flying and going somewhere tropical? I wouldn't say I have a favorite. I think they're all kind of different and I definitely range. I'll go like camping with no shower for literally like, you know, however many days. Um to And that just doesn't bother you? Well, you just like you just get baby wipes. I mean, 
oh yeah baby wipes are key yeah but you're also like not in the mindset of our regular like societal brain like you're just in fucking camping mindset like you have a task every morning you like gotta make breakfast if you want to eat you gotta like go on this you know 10 mile hike or whatever it is like to see the coolest shit um it's like constant work but the reward is so great that it's just like so gratifying. Like I can't even tell you how many times like Lex and I cried on this past trip. I mean, the gratitude you feel is absolutely crying in a good way too. Yeah, totally. But then also like, you know, so those trips are amazing, but then I also love going to a foreign country and feeling like so out of my comfort zone that you just question like everything you fucking know and you're just like a completely different breed of person than I am <laughs> and, like I want I want like I I want these parts of you that I just don't have like everything that you are saying sounds awful and terrifying to me <laughs> but I want I but I don't want to go anywhere I have no desire I don't know what's wrong with me like what's the worst thing that would happen like you have a panic attack yeah, or like I die. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't want to sit on a 14 hour flight and go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like that, it's just that is long. I'm good. I'll I take a nap. If, you know, I wonder if you had like one mind blowing experience. If that, it would change at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I watched The Bachelor and I'm like, this <laughs> looks fun. You guys are having a blast in these places. It, you know, or like I watch Real Housewives and they go places. I'm living through the television. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I wouldn't compare um, <laughs> much to, even though I am um, a frequent consumer of reality television. Mm. <laughs> Love that, by the way. Thank God. Love reality TV so much. It keeps me going. Yeah, we got to get in on The Bachelorette. Maybe next time, maybe in person, we can talk about <laughs> I'm not currently watching any of it. I, I, I honestly stopped, and I think I've said this before on my show, where the sound of all of the making out was so bad that I literally couldn't watch it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my, like, all it is is just like that, like, I'm like, I, why is there so and it's constant. It's just all the fucking time. All I'm hearing is people making out. However, that Bachelor in Paradise shit. Oh, it's good. It is so fucking good. I still haven't watched this season because I, I'm a like. I think Chris Harrison said some racist shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, and I mean, there's a part of me that like stopped watching just because like it's not what I'm used to, and like I'm, you know, sometimes you got to get rid of people and move on. I totally understand, but I think that's just where I fell off. Where I was like. Wait, we have five celebrity hosts for Paradise. I don't know how I feel about it. Did it work out though? Was it good? Yeah, no, I think, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to sound so um, cliche, but it was one of the craziest seasons ever. <laughs> and I feel like they always say that about everything, but I need a new binge show. So I think I just fucking found it. Yeah, I think the new season of The Bachelorette's good. Um, you know, I know this is not a Bachelorette recap podcast. <laughs> it can be whatever we want it to be, okay? Yeah, but if you need some garbage to watch, highly recommend. Uh, do you do Real Housewives and that stuff, or are you more of a Bachelor Nation type? Um, I 
do some of the Real Housewives. So I, um, what am I, what do I watch now? I'm pretty much only into Beverly Hills, I'd say. Okay. I, I used to live in New York. And so also I'm a makeup artist. Um, okay. I don't know if you do. I don't know what I am. I'm, I'm whoever I want to be. <laughs> I really like that though. But um, yeah, I'm like, I don't like if people introduce me as one thing. I'm like, I'm not one thing. Anyway. Well, I also like, I didn't know. I, I know like you work for Kush Queen, but right. like other than that, I was like, I know about her dog. I know about that. I don't really know what she, what she be doing. She'd There's just be lot. out there fucking living life. And I love it. Because you also have like a design moment with Lex called Sensory Drip, right? Yeah, there's a lot of things happening. Um, She's a woman of many talents. Yeah, and I will talk about all my talents. Love it. (laughs) Because I think everyone should. Yeah, absolutely. I used to do um, Bethany Frankel's makeup for the Housewives. Girl, I'm... (laughs) dying what can you tell us is she awful because I love her and I don't want to hate her but I feel like I might yeah I I'm a very like I I don't really believe in judging people based off of one interaction or one period of moment in their life or Mm -hmm. we're all very like dynamic and I don't know what she could have been going through you know I was with her for a bit like over a year I would say was she filming housewives at the time filming housewives yeah I think this was like maybe right before like she left maybe like her last season and then came back got it when she came back I I don't know don't quote me on literally any of this that's Um, really cool But yeah, no, she was cool. She was nice. She definitely had her moments. She is definitely a little like high maintenance as you might. I mean, watching the show, I don't think we would expect anything less, honestly. Yeah. Um, But you know, she's like good at what she does. You know. And I mean, she made a fucking so much money from just starting that, you know, just like the skinny girl. And it's so cool, like watching it on Real Housewives of New York because you literally see this woman in a grocery store like giving out baked goods to like millions of dollars like she really did it right so yeah and and that type of thing I think takes a very specific mindset and 100% it's just a whole different world but you know I do like I I love what I do and it it really gives me a peek into some lives that yeah might not normally be around or yeah were you ever like was there any indication to whether any of the real housewives shit was true or fake did it seem hella scripted so I mean I've done like a lot of stuff with reality just randomly Mm -hmm. whether it's like doing makeup or yeah for whatever yeah um and it's all like very produced like it's not reality and it's not fake it's just reality produced so you know like things would be going on but of course they like exacerbate it and then they like pump up certain things or they edit it a certain way to make it look a certain way Mm so it's like you know, someone could say something that totally would change a situation and then they just cut that out or right. whatever, you know? So it's like a, the basis of all of it is, I don't really think 
I'm sure there's some like reality stars that, um, uh, you know, make up total bullshit, but yeah, I feel like for the most part, it's just produced, produced reality. Okay. That makes sense to me. Wow. What a, what a fun turn that took. I was not (laughs) expecting. I was Bethany Frankel's makeup artist to come out of your goddamn mouth. She's like one of my top, like three. I love her. I just, she's like, she's so entertaining. Like she was just a staple on the show that was very entertaining. And it, it's like inspiring to watch her make something out of nothing. Um, and I think that's why I really enjoy her, but she definitely had a lot of moments where I was like, Oh, but she does a lot for people too, with her charity organization and all of that, which I admire as well. So yeah, she's definitely one of my, I mean, some of my favorite, did you ever watch Real Housewives of New York or no? Because no, I definitely did. Like I knew who she was before I was doing her makeup. I got it. Uh, Jill Zarin also so I was like (laughs) fucking killing me are you joking this is amazing and I think I watched it more like I mean I definitely watched it more before I met them yeah doing both of their makeup was kind of like oh like you know some people I get and I don't really think about I don't care about them yeah when it's actually someone whether it's just like a bravo celebrity or yeah or like a D-list celebrity, but you've paid attention to them for a while. It's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, know. that's so fun. That's, I love it. <laughs> I was not expecting this twist. That is just well, absolutely have, so uh, fun. I have a lot of random twists up this thing. <laughs> I'm absolutely here for it. Oh, but like the Bethany Frankel go to sleep moment. When like when um Kelly is losing her mind on that trip and she's screaming at her to go to sleep, like God, I don't even remember you. You are you are in the details, but oh, I I have like rewatched. Like I am a I'm a Bravo slut, as I say. Like anything that they put out, I will watch and probably love. It is it is what it is. I used to be on AfterBuzz on like a breakdown show for Vanderpump Rules. Oh, so yeah. like I just, the Bravo, I love it so much. So, yeah. so good. And I follow a lot of like the Bravo meme pages and I've always wanted to like have one of those, but it's just too overwhelming. There's too much Bravo stuff going on. And I feel like if I, if I turn it into that, it won't be fun anymore. <laughs> you need to meet my friend Gio, or I don't know if you met him at my party. But I might have. I, like, I, I'm so bad with names. He goes to like BravoCon and like does all that stuff. So. Love. Oh my gosh. That's so much fun. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super obsessed with, uh, with Bravo. Uh, I'm going to pivot though into dating. Um, so you mentioned before we started this, that you have started seeing somebody new and it's that like spending every waking moment with them type of deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is the fun part though. It's so fun. I'm so jealous. It's so embarrassing. And now it's official that I'm um, forecasting in a public outlet, (laughs) but he knows like he feels, he feels the same way. And we're just like, holy shit. Like what the fuck is happening? Because we don't do this. Interesting. So did you, you didn't like meet him on Bumble or anything? You met him in the wild? No, we actually literally met on Bumble because Uh of course- of course, that would be the first thing that came out of your mouth. <laughs> because bitch, a bitch has been swiping for a while okay, and I have well, not had this happen. And I'm like, where's my moment? Where's my moment? Where's my moment? 
trust me, trust me. So I also don't know if you know this, but I wrote a book about online dating. Um, <laughs> Literally, like I, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. I don't know what's going to come out of your mouth next. And I love it. You wrote a fucking book about online dating. I mean, this is a long story, but I, Lauren from, I don't know when that happened, seven years ago, six years ago. So I, okay. I don't know if this was like before Tinder. So okay. Okay. Cupid was big. Mm-hmm. Um, and then New York magazine decided to write this article around Valentine's day. And they did a poll of like, who was the most messaged people on okay. Cupid. And I was the mess most messaged woman on okay cupid are you kidding me (laughs) um and i did this article for new york magazine and then i at the time i'm literally rambling because um i feel like i've told this story way too many times but it's new to us so (laughs) i had a tumblr at the time that was like it was called they really said this it's still up but it wound up like blowing up because they linked the tumblr to the LA Times the New York Times oh the New York Times sorry New York Magazine okay um anyway the Tumblr was like all the fucking shitty messages that men send women online like got it I feel like it also used to be very bad like seven or eight years ago I feel like guys are a little more respectful now online but they used to just be like hey baby let me fuck you in the ass like on oh I get those oh okay yeah not as much on Bumble though Right. Um, anyway, it, the, the, everything blew up. I got a book deal. I wrote a book. Basically, I've been on every fucking online date you could ever imagine, like thousands. Like, I, I've slowed down in recent years, but yeah. I have done it all. And I've like literally been single for the majority of my adult life. Got it. So, you know, I feel like I've spent a lot of time alone. I really know myself. So when you meet someone like I have recently, Mm -hmm. just fucking bizarre when you feel so sure about something. Right. But it's like, that's what you've been waiting. That's what you've been dating for. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and if it, you know, if it does wind up being like the real deal, I feel like we're still rational and we're still pretty grounded about it. Um, Mm -hmm. But if it turns out to be the real deal. Like it's like all the bullshit is worth it. Yeah. Yeah. What? So let's, I'm going to, so love the relationship level. We'll get back to it (laughs) back into all of these dates that you've been on. Yeah. Um, speaking of the quote unquote bullshit, what was like, I'm sure you've had terrible dating experiences or been on a bad date. What would you say has been the worst one that sticks out in your brain? Well, um, I feel like you have really, you have like bad dates that might have a, you know, crazy story or whatever, but then I feel like the bad dates that stick out in my brain are honestly just where you walk up to someone and you're within 30 seconds, not attracted to them. Yeah. That Um, is always the worst when you're like, damn, this is going to be a waste of my time. Yeah. Or just like, they ask no questions or they can't have a conversation mm-hmm. and you're just like picking and pulling. And then, you know, in your brain, as I got older, I was like, I'm not going to waste my time, uh, on these. So I'm going to be really honest and direct and be like, honestly, I'm just not feeling it. I gotta go. Respect it. Do they, <laughs> 
are, do they, are they open to that or do they feel rejected by that? I haven't had to do that in a long time. Oh, that's good. But I think it's usually like in person, people aren't too crazy. They're usually like, true. Sure. Even if they're like awkward or hurt, like what right. are they going to do? They're unless not going like, to lash out, hopefully. Unless they're like a total, total dick, which I right. feel like I've had that once. Where like someone screamed at you? Oh yeah. He was like, I mean, I don't even, I just remember him being really fucking rude to me. And he like walked out. He like stomped out of the bar. <laughs> Over you saying that you weren't interested or like did you guys get into an argument? Super, he was being super rude to me. Like he was on his phone constantly. Absolutely not. And I called him out on it. And then he it turned into like some other shit. He kept saying like some offensive stuff. I don't even remember. Yikes. And, um yeah I don't remember these details I just remember he was like a fucking douchebag and I called him out on it and he got his little feelings hurt (laughs) of course as they do as they do uh what would you say is like the craziest date that you've been on craziest well do you have a definition of crazy wherever it could be place it could be their reaction to something that they Uh, were annoying in some way Well, I did go on a date. Actually, this is in my book. Okay. Um, And there was a lot of elements to this date that made it crazy. Okay. But just, it's an online date. I met up with this guy on this ship. I saw you still in New York. Like I said, I um, went on this, there was like this restaurant on a boat, Mm -hmm. basically. So we're like, meet up at this cool boat restaurant thing. Sounds promising. Um, yeah, he starts like just drinking way too much, but also I think I was probably 24, so Okay. Uh it's the age of that. Right. So you don't like think about it as much, you know. You're like, "Oh, just, you know, everyone's getting wasted. It's New York summer, blah blah blah." Right. On a boat. Um anyway, he invited he wound up inviting like his weird cousin that showed up and Not a cousin. Oh, a cousin wearing a like pink sheer button up shirt. Um, he was, he had some accent that I could not decipher. Um, <laughs> and God, he, it sounds like a fucking show. Yeah. He maybe had like weird slick back hair and <laughs> uh, he was, he was, I couldn't figure it out. Um, <laughs> Um, you know, a few hours pass. I don't know why I'm still hanging out with these people, to be honest. I think and sometimes it just, we don't think about it and we leave and we're like, what, why did I do that? Yeah. I definitely had a period in my life, which is still like ongoing, but in New York, I just like said yes to everything and it led me down some crazy paths. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, long story short, we wound up going from that restaurant to Benny Hanna. In- okay in midtown like near times square all right um and then he wound up like making friends with all the people at the benihana table and then started getting jealous at me because i was like talking to other people he got really possessive and crazy oh no yeah and then he wound up storming out and he was like he was like uh what was he doing he was just basically like jealous. Like he thought we were in this like long-term relationship and I had just met this guy. Um, he was so deep in the 
in the alcohol that he's like, we've been dating for forever. Yeah. And then he left me with the bill, which was like at least $500 or something. Yeah. And then he wound up, he like, that was in the middle of the dinner too. Like we weren't even done. And then he came back at the end of the dinner, like 30 minutes later. Uh Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm so sorry. It's (laughs) like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. God, This guy is is fucking insane. He's mentally Um, unwell. So then I wound up leaving. He like followed me multiple blocks. Did you have to pay the bill? No, we like wound up splitting it. But Christ. um, He followed me. Like he tried to follow me home and I just had to dip the fuck out but had to be like thank you but no yeah I wish I even remember I don't even remember what he looked like or anything but I do remember that being a what a time so-called crazy date has anybody ever said anything like weird to you during sex or like while giving (laughs) head I don't think so I mean nothing that stands out I've ha- I had a an experience where I was um performing the head and oh. he in the oddest voice that I've heard wow like not sexy not anything this man just goes wow you're really good at that I was like <laughs> hello was that you like is someone wa- like I don't understand it was so it just didn't it belong in our moment uh-huh. and i listen i thank you sir thank you for the compliment doesn't bother me no it's what just like the- it was just such a weird i think it was the voice in which he said it in it just okay. it sounded like an announce an announcement but maybe the head was so good he forgot how to speak in full sentences. Listen, yeah. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. <laughs> I just thought that it was very funny that he uh, he I said that it. in the middle of that. Like, I don't know. I feel like they, they normally do it more like breathy or something. It's less like you have a microphone in your hand at yeah, a I mean, thing. I like to think that guys don't know how to do anything when their penis is in a mouth (laughs) honestly yeah that's that is probably uh that's probably true all right so let's say you're going on a date do you have a go-to outfit do you have a go-to vibe or are we just feeling the day yeah no I definitely don't go sometimes I dress up sometimes I don't wear any makeup or do anything so it's all, it's, it's all on the vibe, you know? Okay. So we met this guy on Bumble. Did we know from the conversation that we were going to like him? Was it one where there was a lot of conversation before meeting up or we met no. up first to have the convo? So this is what happened. I, I've seen him on apps like for the last year, you know, those people, you see them, over, you see them. And over and over again. Yeah. And you're always like, hmm, curious, but like, don't care enough really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, maybe I sound like an asshole, but whatever he did. No, I thing. completely understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So anyway, he, I was like off apps for a while also. So I like got back into apps like recently and I was like really going for it. I was like, I want to go on a few fucking dates. I haven't been on like dates in a while. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I saw this dude again and I was like, hey, like we should actually just get a drink. Cause also I saw he was um like a mile away from me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So 
I was like, oh, you're a Long Beach neighbor. Like, let's just hang, whatever. Yeah, for um, sure. Or he said it, whatever. There was like a minimum of three, uh, no, a maximum of like three replies or Like whatever. going back and forth? Yeah. yeah. And then, um, yeah, we just met up for a drink and that was that. It was like immediate. But I think I was comfortable with that because- I felt like I got a good vibe of who he was. He lives in my neighborhood. Like we know the same, we know a few of the same people. Yeah. Um, Long Beach is a pretty small town. So uh, yeah, but normally I feel like I need to get a little bit of a vibe of who someone is like not too much of a conversation, but just mm-hmm. enough to be like, yeah. you're going to waste my time. Right. Exactly. Cause I, I don't have time for that. Uh, but yeah. Okay. So we went out with him now. Are you, and tell me if I, if I'm going too far, are you a first date fucker or do we wait a little bit and make them work for it? What's the vibes? Yeah, I've gone in and out of this. Um, I've been, I've done everything. I, (laughs) I honestly like just used to be like, I don't care if I like the person, like I'll have sex with them whenever I want to have sex with them. Yeah. Same. And that's definitely been over the years. And then honestly, recently I, I just started feeling like sex was at least to me way more intimate than it has been in the past. And I'm really paying attention to people's like feelings and emotions and everything now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when I do have sex with someone, it feels like way more. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, a lot of women especially are conditioned and afraid to like be okay with sex being serious because we live in this like world of like casual sex, which is also great, which is also totally great. Um, but I used to be the person that lied to herself and be like, uh, you know, oh, I can have sex with a guy without like connecting with them. Oh, uh, my issue is like, I have sex with them and then like, I like them and then they're like, oh, well, no, like we're just having sex. Like this isn't yeah. anything more. Exactly. And, and I, I was just getting a lot of that over and over and over again. And I was like, this yeah. is not making me feel all that great inside y'all. Exactly. So I recently just literally started being like hey if you want to have sex with me I need to know that you're not having sex with anyone else yeah and you know that's not going to work for a lot of people but it's going to work for the right people for me Mm -hmm. you know so so now it's 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 less about having them work for it and more like when I feel like I have an intimate enough connection with you Mm -hmm. it's not awkward and it's like totally normal and you know yeah I think also my issue too is I will be very upfront and I, cause like I'm in the same place now where I'm like, I'm not looking for hookups. And I say that like on these dates and they either are like, well, I don't even know you. Like, why would I be in a relationship with you right now? And I'm like, no, I'm not asking you to be in a relationship with me right now. I just need you to be open to it. But then like they say that they're open to it and then they're not three months down the road. And I'm like, this was a really good time. Thanks for subscribing. Like, I just, I don't know how to break out of that cycle, but you seemed to do that. 
it's probably it, all attitude. I was literally in the same exact cycle. And yeah. I think it's really changed for me in like the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, because you changed what you were doing or like your mindset of it. Yeah. It's still hard. And like, I still am confused sometimes like about what is the right thing or whatever, but Mm -hmm. I think when you like prioritize yourself, you get really clear on what you want and you communicate that like effectively, the right person will at least currently, it feels like the right person will find that and, and not even like, not even be like, okay, that's cool. But like embrace it. And yeah, they want the same thing. Right. Because like if we want that, there has to be other people that want it, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. Plenty of guys that are sick of all the bullshit games. Yeah. It's like want a genuine connection. You know, I just, I keep feeling like I find them, but then I feel like they might be lying to me to have sex with me. Right. You I know, know what I mean? It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. And then like the ones where I'm like, okay, no, like this is real. And then I let my guard down and yeah. I start to fall. And then they're like, ha, no. And I'm like, fuck, damn yeah. it. Not again. And then I'm sad and whatever, you know, yeah. it's just it, but that's, I guess that's dating. It's the worst because it's just like, yeah, it's <laughs> constant letdown after letdown. And it's so frustrating. And then you just go back into your own. I mean, because it's like, what, even if we want a partner, you can still like, you know, live a fucking awesome life and yeah. love everything that you're doing and not feel like, you know, I always say the cheesy line, your comp, your partner should compliment you, but not uh, like you don't need them. Yeah. They don't define you. I totally fucked that up. Anyway, okay, wait, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm getting what you're saying. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like I'm, I love my life. I'm yeah. absolutely out here vibing, but I would love somebody to fuck me raw and also watch a movie with me. It's not, I don't understand. And I see people have it and I just, let me, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I know it's, but a lot of people also just, I found, I found a lot of peace in like, there's so many relationships that are unhealthy and there's hundred percent the real thing. So, and I would say my guess would probably be like 80% of relationships are bullshit. Right. Um, or the communication is horrible or the sex is not like, they're not happy with whatever. Yeah. And of course you're like never going to be happy with everything, but, right. but you need to be, you like, know, be honest somewhat happy. Be honest with yourself because I just, yeah, I would rather be by myself and be with someone that and let or or be with someone that like fucking changes my life exponentially for the better you know what I mean it has to yeah. be it has to be a fucking cosmic like explosion for me to right. not be by myself yeah which as it should be yeah yeah because it's honestly it's just it's easier to be by myself I don't want to deal with someone right. else's bullshit but <laughs> I you know if it's the right person's bullshit I might be more available you know Exactly. So, uh, how long have you been seeing this guy? Um, I'll say it's it's new. It's new. <laughs> it's like less than a month. Okay. Um, but 
but that's yeah. like the fun part, you know, where you're just like, like you, like we said earlier, like you're just constantly hanging out all the time. Yeah, we, we kind of had this conversation um, last night because, you know, it's, it's almost embarrassing because I know how it sounds when you're like, oh my God, this person is fucking perfect, but I've only known him for like two weeks. Right. Um, you know, it's an immediate, like, oh, like she doesn't know what she's talking about this, that, and I like I'll also always say that um but what was I gonna say well if you feel it you feel it though you know yeah Um, like when you know I mean you know when you know you know like with my last boyfriend that I I really loved like I knew within the first two weeks of us dating like we're gonna be together for a while this is really this might work out in the long run didn't um but at the time I was like yes absolutely not saying that yours will end but you know just that like when you know you know you never fucking know I mean yeah I actually told Lex like even if this turn doesn't turn into anything long term like at the very least he's reset my faith in men Mm -hmm. which is so huge because I hate men (laughs) yeah mine's a little broken I'm in that cycle of like not talking to anybody and not doing it just because it's like for what so that I can get into another situationship for three months and then be sad again yeah I like no I but I, my other thing is like I don't go out enough to meet somebody in the wild you know so I'm like what they're it's they're gonna have to just appear at my doorstep honestly it's gonna need to be like the delivery guy of, of yeah. some place you know yeah um but it it brings me hope to hear that like you met somebody on bumble and like you really like them and that it's restored your faith because maybe hope's not all lost for me yeah I think you just really have to be open-minded and you know if you do see patterns So what I'm thinking that my pattern was in these like situationships Mm -hmm. was, so I have like deep abandonment issues that I've worked through um, a lot and they're so much better. But like my theory for myself was that I was actually like subconsciously, I knew these men weren't available. Mm. No matter how much you ask, it's like a feeling. Yeah. And I was just lying to myself and saying like, they'll come around the corner or as if I spend this much time with them, you know, like they'll, they'll figure it out in their head. Like, of course, why wouldn't they want to be with me? And then. Right. The whole like lying to yourself game. Yeah. And I think I was like, it was, you know, it was like when you lock somebody down, you feel like you win something. Um, and a lot of the good guys I've dated, they didn't have that, like, avo- that, that danger in them. Like, they were just into me, and they wanted to do things for me. And for, I think my mind took that as, like, what's wrong with you because you're so easy? Mm. Um, and the bad guys were, like, you know, I had to, I had to, like, earn them. So it felt like, it felt like a prize, basically. Oh, okay. It makes sense. Because I could never fully get them, obviously, like where I wanted them. Yeah. And even like with this new guy, I had a moment at the beginning. I was like, why is this so easy? Like, I don't know. I'm kind of unattracted to you. I literally get unattracted to people when they're like, so nice to me. 
<laughs> no, I completely understand. I yeah. very much get it. And this guy, I mean, he just wasn't scared by that at all. I mean, I should have told him like what was going on in my mind. Yeah. And he was just like the, the sweetest and chillest about it and was like, whatever you need, like we got time. There's, you know, like if you need something from me, if you want me to not text you for a week or whatever, like, yeah, you know, uh, he didn't say that, but it's just like, he was so understanding of um, your honesty anything yeah and and I think we just all have to be honest you know in that way with our with the potential partner Mm -hmm. and with ourselves and I think we need to like stop this bullshit of like not having real conversations because it's new and like yeah you know like why like it doesn't it doesn't have to mean that we're getting married tomorrow that we have a conversation about what we're looking for like it's not that serious because what I'm not looking to do is not know what we're looking for and then start liking you and then be like oh you know what I'm not looking for that sorry and then we part ways I think a lot of people are they'll just say like I don't know what I'm looking for and they're scared when it starts to get real or you know and sometimes you just have to admit I'm not there like sure they like me but they don't really want to invest that much time in me and that's fine because who not everyone's gonna like us you know yeah Um, sometimes yeah I've had plenty of guys that I've dated that like they they took a lot of time out of their schedule to hang out with me and do stuff but they still weren't at this like level of man that I wanted yeah I like let people go because I'm just like honestly I just don't think you can be what I want yeah um hey at least you know what you want though I guess that yeah Yeah. (laughs) see I'm feeling very inspired by this conversation maybe I should try again but also like (laughs) no I know I think you have to not let it give you so much or not give like the app so much power to like deflate you you know maybe you it's not even the app it's just what happens after these dates sure yeah I mean yeah it's hard because you can try to suss it out and you know I can only say like you just gotta go through it I fucking guess and yeah but then you know take breaks when you want to take breaks and then when you can handle a little more heartbreak like right rev it up again I don't know yeah (laughs) When you can handle a little more heartbreak. I love that. Sounds like a country song. Oh, yeah. You know me. I love my country music. Do you actually? Oh, no. I I don't know. know. Lex, actually. Yeah, no. (laughs) What is your type of music? Oh, I'm all over the place. I kind of hate that question because it's just like, I don't know. What is, what are genres anymore anyway? I don't even know. I honestly, picking music stresses me out so much that I literally say to my phone, I'm like, hey Siri, play something I'd like to hear. And then she literally just plays something I'd like to hear. She didn't hear me. Thank God. Um, You know, sometimes she throws on some Hannah Montana and sometimes, you know, she throws on some Toto. I don't fucking know what it's going to be. And I love it. It's good to switch it up. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um, oh, we need to talk about your dog. Um, oh, sure. Your dog yeah. is fucking famous, <laughs> like literally. Uh, its name is Carl. What type of dog is he? He is a Samoyed. 
And he, I've one never heard of that dog, but he looks like a massive white, uh, fluffy teddy bear. Yeah. He's like a polar bear, teddy bear, Arctic vibes. Um, is, is what type of dog, like is, w- were pretty- they like a sled dog? Yeah, they pull sleds. They're like from Siberia originally. They're one of the most like ancient dog breeds. Like one of holy cow, that's dogs. cool. Yeah, and they were bred to so pull sleds, and then they kept like the nomadic people warm at night, and then they also herded reindeer. I want to say okay. Um, so I'm assuming yeah. he was expensive then upon purchase. He was, he was a investment. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had no, I like had no money at the time. It was funny when I got him, but I, I met one. I've never saved money so fast. Let's <laughs> say that. Um, you met one you know, of the dogs and you were like, I need it. And I need it now. Yeah. And I think I have to acknowledge this because when anyone talks about buying a dog, you know, there's a very like adopt don't shop is like, you know, Mm-hmm. the thing nowadays which is great and there's plenty of animals that need to be rescued but there's also ethical breeders that have been doing this for like you know their entire lives and right where it's not just like a dog kennel full of tons yeah. of dogs you know yeah there's a big difference um and you know so I just like to say that but if anyone is like looking for a dog you know you gotta you gotta do your research you gotta like 100 percent everything's a plus plus but yeah carl um is the light of my life and <laughs> he there is a photo of him on his Insta- what is his instagram if people want to go and look at this dog while we're talking about him carl the sammy there's a, a photo of him in a pink wig that I just about died and there's a video of it and then there's like the photo and you can see the the whites of his eyes as he's looking yeah I could cry very yeah you need to meet him in person Um, absolutely I mean I'll only last 10 minutes though the universe hates me and made me highly allergic to dogs oh no are you yeah he's hypoallergenic but maybe it depends because I'm st- I the hair that I'm not allergic to but I'm still allergic to their saliva and their skin like the dander is what's the issue for me like mostly um oh. but I'll survive you know I have to meet him once he's literally the floofiest thing that I've ever seen in my life or a Claritin yeah I'll take some, I'll take some Zyrtec, I'll take something <laughs> we'll, we'll put me with some Benadryl and I'll pass out after and that's yeah. fine and that is that um well I think we've like you know we've hit we've hit all the points we could probably wrap up I do want to say though because you work for um Kush Queen and I those bath bombs are fucking incredible I love them so much they have um, THC and CBD in them some of them just have CBD in them and they come in all sorts of uh like one-to-ones or you know two-to-one or whatever it is and they have different scents in them and they really work you just need to soak for 20 minutes or more but they're incredible yeah I'm gonna I gotta get you some did I give you any yet no I buy them I love them (laughs) I will I will get you some also this obviously will not be applicable today uh or no whenever this comes out but if you want to go buy any they're all five dollars today what oh because it's uh cyber just the cbd ones but yeah got it that's amazing because she was doing like a black friday moment right Yeah, yeah yeah i met her at your birthday party and she was just so fun 
Got it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I run the gram currently. Got and- you. I, uh, cause okay. I, I was yeah. dying over the video of her putting that massive bath bomb in the jacuzzi or whatever. So I had to ask her all about it. And it was just fun. Oh, and did she tell you how actually like her landlord (laughs) found out? Like Not even her damn tub. Yeah, crazy. (laughs) I I respect it so much. I really do. I love it so much. Um, Well, uh, is there any, any, oh, where can everybody find you if they want to follow you on social media? Oh my god like no <laughs> you can find me uh on instagram i guess it's low and the cosmos also on twitter every once in a while but yes um, your photos of like your travels are absolutely stunning um, like thanks. so beautiful yeah i'm kind of you know trying to like uh slowly escape social media but got you i like it just to like have it and throw shit up whenever i want you know? Yeah. I like it. Cause like, I get to see into like, like people's lives that I care about or like find new people. Cause like I started following you just because you and Lex were friends. And then I was like, I gotta be friends with this girl. And yeah, here we are, you know? Here so it also, are. you know, helps uh, bring people together, but, um, thanks for coming on my show. I had so much fun. It's so many twists and turns that were so exciting. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Let's hang out soon. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Uh, you can find me, uh, everywhere at little baby Kate's. And I also have a Patreon patreon.com slash little baby Kate's and make sure to check out my friends podcast called they were on a break where me and my gal pal, Chloe break down friends episodes. And it is just so fun and so refreshing, uh, and not really about sex. Well, I did talk about my butthole last episode. So <laughs> honestly, you never know what you're going to get. Um, you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to see you again next Tuesday. Go out, be the best person you can be and suck as much dick as you possibly can. Bye y'all. Bye.